0: Conclusion In short, din religion means the system of rules revealed by Allah to prophets in order to teach the beliefs, behavior, words and attitudes liked by Allah, to Allah, worships to be performed, and ways of attaining happiness in this world and in the hereafter. Illusions and in imaginary stories fabricated by the imperfect human mind are not called din. Mind is useful in learning and obeying the religious commandments and prohibitions. Yet it cannot grasp the mysteries, the ultimate divine causes in the commandments and prohibitions. Nor can it reason on them. Such occult facts can be learned if Taala intimates them to prophets or inspires and reveals them to the hearts of aliyah. And this, in its turn, is a blessing that can be bestowed only by Taala. Now, obtaining happiness in this world and the next and deserving love of Allahu Tala requires being a Muslim. A non-Muslim is called Kafir, disbeliever, unbeliever. And being a Muslim in its turn requires having Iman and worshipping. Worshipping means adapting oneself completely to the Aham Islamiyah of Muhammad, allah salam both in words and in actions. The prescribed worships must be performed only because they are the commandments of allah u without expecting any worldly advantages from doing them. The Aqam Islamiyya, Drawn Rules, conclusions, Shariat, means the commandments and prohibitions taught in Quran al-Karim and explained through Hadith sharifs and can be learned from what we term books of fiqh, Islamic law based on teachings of the Quran al-Karim and Hadith. That is. Ibn il hal books of religious knowledge. It is Fad al-Ain for everyone, men and women alike, to learn the Akham islamia. that is, the religious principles incumbent to do or not to do for every individual Muslim. These principles are remedies protecting men against spiritual and physical diseases. Learning medicine arts, trade or law would take a person years in a high school and then years in a university. By the same token, learning the books of Ibn al-Hal and the Arabic language requires studying for a number of years. People who do not learn these things will easily fall for the lies and slanders fabricated by British spies and by mercenary, hypocritical, and so-called religious men and treacherous statesmen, misled by British spies, will consequently end up in a disastrous and afflictive destination in this world and in the hereafter. Expressing the Kalimad as Shahada and believing in its meaning is called Iman. The person who expresses the Kalimad as Shahada and believes the facts purported by this word is called a Mumin, Believer. The Kalimat as Shahada is, Ashhadu an la ilalha illallah wa an anna Muhammadan Abduhu wa It means, There is no illa, being to be worshipped except Allah, and Muhammad alaihi salam, is his human creature and his messenger whom he has sent to guide all humanity. No prophet shall come after him. It is stated as follows in the Tatawi. Annotation footnotes at the end of the subject dealing with how to perform the daily prayers of Salat, which one has somehow missed or omitted in the book Marakil Falah, well-known book on Hanafir mat Habfiq. Islam is not only believing that Allah, and Allah exists, those disbelievers who attribute partners to him believe in his existence too. For being a Munin believer, it is necessary to believe that he exists that he has attributes of perfection, such as being one, being alive, omnipotence, omniscience and will, that he sees and hears all, and that there is no creator except him. To believe that Muhammad, alaihi salam, is the messenger or prophet, means to believe that all his teachings were dictated to him by Allahu Taala revealed Islam, that is Iman and the teachings of the Akham Islamiyah to him through Quran al karim The commandments to be observed are called Fad. Prohibitions are called haram. Together they are called Akham Islamiyah. As soon as a person becomes a Muslim, it becomes fad for him to perform Salat five times daily and to learn the Islamic teachings commonly known among the people. If he slights learning them, that is, if he says that it is unnecessary to learn them, he loses his iman and becomes a kafir, disbeliever. It is written in the 266th letter in our book Mektubat, letters by Imam Rabbani, Kudissa Siru, that those who died as kafirs will not be forgiven and will be subjected to an eternal fire in hell. A person who loses his iman is called a murtad, renegade. People who hold correct belief concerning the facts taught in Qur'an al karim and Hadith Sharifs are called Al-As-Sunnah, Sunni Muslims. Taala, being very compassionate, did not declare everything overtly. He expressed some facts in a covert language. People who believe in Qur'an al karim and Hadith Sharifs but do not agree with the scholars of Al-As-Sunnah in interpreting some of their parts, are called people without a madhab. Of the people without a madhab, those who misinterpret only the teachings of iman expressed covertly are called people of bidat or deviated Muslims. Those who misinterpret the openly declared ones are called mulhids. A mulhid is a disbeliever, although he may consider himself a Muslim. A person of bidat, however, is not a disbeliever. Yet he will certainly be subjected to very bitter torment in hell. Among the books which inform that Al-Asunna ulama, Muslim scholars who are recognized as having specialist knowledge of Islamic law and theology are on the right path and are superior. The book Mazan ulfiq il Kubra of Muhammad Suleiman, a virtuous man from Sudan, is very valuable. On the other hand, Kafis who pretend to be Muslims though they are not and interpret the overt teachings of Qur'an al-Karim in accordance with their own personal mental capacities and scientific information, and mislead Muslims are called Zindiks. Different scholars of al as drew different conclusions and meanings from the covertly expressed parts of the Akham Islamiyya. Thus, four different Madhabs appeared in matters pertaining to religious practices, that is, in adapting oneself to the Akham Islamiyah. These Madhabs are called Hanifi, Maliki, Shafi and Hanbali. These four Madhabs agree in matters pertaining to Iman belief. They differ slightly only in ways of worship. People who belong to these four Madhabs consider one another brothers in Islam. Every Muslim is free to choose and to imitate any of the four Madhabs and to perform all their deeds in accordance with that madhab. Muslims parting into four madhabs is the result of the mercy, the great compassion Taala has over Muslims. If a Muslim has trouble performing a worship compatibly with his own madhab, he can imitate another madhab and thus do his worship easily. Conditions to be fulfilled for imitating another madhab are written in our English book, Endless bliss. The most important worship is the Salat. If a person performs Salat, it will be understood that he is a Muslim. If a person does not perform Salat, it will be doubtful whether he is a Muslim. If a person values Salat and yet neglects it because of indolence, though he does not have a good excuse for not doing so, the law courts of Maliki, Shafi and Hanbali madhabs will give him a death penalty, if he is in one of these madhabs. If he is in a Hanafi madhab, he will be kept prisoner until he begins performing salat regularly and will be commanded to perform all the prayers of salat he has omitted. It is stated as follows in the books Dur-ul-Muntaka and Ibn Abidin and in our English book, Book of Salat, published by Hakikat Publishers in Turkey. Omitting the five daily prayers of Salat, that is, not performing them in their prescribed times, without any good excuse for not doing so, is a grave sin. Forgiveness for this sin requires making a Hajj, pilgrimage or toba repentance, and the toba made for it in its term will not be acceptable unless one performs the prayer or the prayers of Salat one has omitted. One must free oneself from this state of haram by performing the omitted prayers of Fad Salat instead of the daily prayers of Sunnah Salat called Raratib. The Sunnah prayers performed with the Fad prayers. It is written in authentic religious books that if a person has debts of Fad prayers of Salat, none of his Sunnah or supererogatory prayers of Salat will be accepted even if they are sahi performed properly. That is, he will not attain the thawabs, rewards in the hereafter, the benefits which Taala promises for performing supererogatory prayers. Their writings are quoted in our English book, Endless Bliss. It is not sinful to miss a salat for good reasons prescribed by Islam. Yet all the four madhabs agree that one has to perform as soon as possible any prayers of salat one has missed or omitted be it with good excuses or not. In Hanafi Madhab only, it would be permissible to postpone them as long as the time necessary for working for one's living or for performing the prayers of Sunar Salat called Raratib or the superrogatory prayers of Salat advised through Hadith Sharifs. That is, it will be good to postpone the Qadar Salats with these reasons. According to the other three Madhabs, however, it is not permissible for a person who has debts of salat omitted for good reasons to perform the so-called prayers of sunnah salat or any sort of supererogatory salat. It is haram. The fact that the prayers of salat omitted for good reasons are not the same with those neglected without good reasons is written clearly in the books of Fiqh, Dur-ul-Mukhtar, Ibn Abidin, Dur-ul-Muntaka, Tartawi, Annotation, America Fala and Jarara.